Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Comfort Service text line. Our text line loves this show so much. From the 636. BK is so rich, he gets both lunch and a Peloton, while Alex and Tanner get power bars. Can't even afford food. BK goes and eats his lunch at his... uh, and, is, B- and um, BK gets unlimited vacation time, Yeah, I was going to say, BK gets to go to his timeshare in Orlando and eats lunch while he's on the Peloton while T-Bone and I are over here trying to fight over scraps of a grilled cheese sandwich. And with no further context, we go out to the prominent <laughs> Crip and Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend, the Cardinals insider hey! for The Athletic. She broke the news over the weekend of Albert Pujols' interest on, in St. Louis and also eventually the signings. Katie Wu joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Katie, how you doing today? There is a lot going on, um, and I'm not even at this point. I know better than to, to question you guys. I'm just going to roll with it and, and just trust that everyone is doing okay, especially my poor Tanner. Oh, yeah, he's all right, Katie. He just doesn't get lunch anymore with our show, but that's because BK just decides to budget, hoard it all himself. Budget cuts. Yeah, budget cuts for the midday shows. BK gets it at all. At least he gets coffee now. That's yeah, true. Katie, I'm curious. <laughs> it's one year at the Athletic today. What did you? Are, are you getting some type of special lunch for you, or is the Athletic sending down a cake? What's going on here? Honestly, I don't know how I really just knew to look it up. It just felt like this was around the time that I started, and it happened to be the the one-year anniversary. Um, but The Athletic is rewarding me by sending me back to Jupiter tomorrow um, to finish the last week of spring training before opening day, which seems crazy that we're almost to opening day, right? It's dedication because Katie breaks news while she's on vacation. It's impressive. It is quite impressive. Thank you. Um, Katie... <laughs> When you took this job, did you think a year later you would be covering Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, and Albert <laughs> Pujols in Cardinals uniforms? I definitely did not think Albert Pujols. And I was, you know, I, I'm not surprised at this point that Wainwright and Yadi are still here. But maybe a year ago when I didn't really understand their commitment to longevity and, and proving people wrong, maybe. Um, it is a little surreal, though, to, to kind of just look and watching the press conference yesterday and, and seeing those three, like three staples in St. Louis, and they, to me that just symbolizes the culture of this franchise. They're so symbolic for what they do. Back again in 2022, I, I just think that's so remarkable. Katie, I'm really intrigued by by the Albert Pujols signing, and you did great reporting, talking to sources to to find out what the conversations were with Albert Pujols before he signed, knowing what his role would truly be. Uh, do you think that role goes beyond just the the right-handed designated hitter? 
You know, I think it depends. I and I think it's it's really interesting to kind of look at the roster breakdown because of the expanded the expanded rosters going from twenty six to twenty eight. Because Ollie Marmel, who's expected to incorporate platoons and matchups and utilize the splits and all that things that we haven't necessarily seen over the past few years from the Cardinals. There are so many different ways this could go. To me, when I'm looking at pools from a production standpoint, um, well, one, I see him as the opening day DH, regardless of who the Pirates start, regardless if it's right-hander or left-hander, just for, you know, zombies. But if we're looking at a 162-game <laughs> season, I see his role marrying a lot of Corey, of the left-handed Corey Dickerson. I think that the Cardinals, when they're looking at their reserves and they're looking at their DH, which I still believe will be DH by committee, obviously those committee members have changed a little bit. Um, they're looking at a lot of flexibility there. So do I think that, you know, Pujols will get a start every now and then? Probably, but this is not a player that the Cardinals pursued for his defensive abilities at this point. They pursued him for his ability to be a bench bat, and more importantly almost, his ability to be a leader and a veteran presence and bring that kind of championship culture back to the clubhouse. I mean, when you look at guys like Juan Yepes, Lars Newtbar, Nolan Gorman, being around someone like Albert Pujols is just can be can lead to so many impactful things, impactful moments. You essentially have another version of Yachty and another version of Wainwright, this time for these up-and-coming hitters. And I think that's a huge underrated aspect of bringing Albert back. Katie was our guest for another few minutes here on 101 ESPN. Katie, I'm glad you mentioned those three in particular. Are they going to be around Albert Pujols a whole lot? Like, I know Lars Newbar is probably going to make this team, but uh, what are the expectations for the role this season for Juan Yepes and Nolan Gorman in particular? You know, I think it's easy from an outside perspective to be like, oh, the Cardinals brought back Pujols. They have no interest in Yepes or Gorman. They're not, you know, they don't think they're ready. I think that's the exact opposite. I know the Cardinals are so high on Nolan Gorman, and they're really high on Juan Yepes. And I think that's why it took a little bit for the Cardinals to bring Albert back. I think they wanted to give these guys extended looks in this shortened spring to really see, you know, okay, what are the expectations? How can they continue being developed? What do they need to work on? The, the organization really believes that Gorman and Yepes can be impactful players, whether that's in a designated role or, or maybe up in the majors at some point. But it's also important to consider, you know, these are two players that lost a full, a full minor league season. They are, you know, figured to be a part of the future of this organization. But what's best for them right now? Is it continuing with the big league club or is it going to get, Many at-bats, consistent playing times, fine-tuning themselves in AAA so that they are fully ready to perform at the major league level when they are called up. So, again, I don't really think that it's, you know, Albert Pujols over Gorman and Yepes. I think it's let's make sure that these young players who we are so high on are ready at some point this season. So, Katie, the Cardinals have the luxury of doing that with the position players. Not so much on the pitching side because of the uncertainty of Jack Flaherty and then the return of Dakota Hudson and not really knowing where Miles Michaelis is at with, with his recovery. What do you make of this pitching staff in terms of starters in the rotation for so far through spring training? I think there's a bunch of question marks, and, and that's unfortunately for the Cardinals not necessarily unfamiliar territory. I will say I don't really think there's any concern over Adam Wainwright. I think I've said this before with you guys. If you're doubting Wayno at this point, that's on you. I think he really relishes the fact that he gets to be an ace again at 40, and he's pitching like one. Spring training stats, those are you know really inflated. I try not to pay a lot of attention to them because spring training isn't going out there to perform. It's going out to kind of perfect yourself, right? There's two different ways to pitch. When you look at the rest of the rotation, uncertainty about Jack Flaherty aside, 
I've, been, I've really liked how Miles Michaelis has looked. I think that he looks pretty strong. I think he looks pretty durable. And I, I'm encouraged by how he was able to end his 2021 season with a little bit more consistency. Uh, Steven Matz, again, I don't want to read it too much in the spring training performances there. Um, you know, I think he should be fine. This is a guy that you can go out there and expect. Ground balls, not a lot of walks, six or seven innings. And, and the Cardinals bullpen does look pretty good. When it comes to Dakota Hudson, I really think he's kind of a dark horse in the rotation. He doesn't expect to be under any pitching limitations coming back from Tommy John surgery. He looks healthy. I mean, you think about how much he impacted this club before his surgery. I think that there's going to be some increased pressure on him to step up with Jack not being ready for opening day. But I'm, I'm encouraged. And I'm excited for what Dakota Hudson can do this year. Did you hear that, Tanner? I heard it. He's an ace. No, I'm talking about oh. the spring training stats. <laughs> oh, no, no. Come Come on. On. Don't read into the spring training stats, Tanner. Uh, Katie, I did want to ask you, who's the guy that the Cardinals are high on? Maybe there's multiple players here. Who's the guy that the Cardinals are higher on than maybe some Cardinals fans on the outside looking in would know about that you've found out more about during the spring training process? Um. You know, I, I want to go with some of these, you know, these maybe like up-and-coming AAA guys. Brendan Donovan comes to mind. He's a very versatile player, can play pretty much anywhere. He gets on base, obviously very exciting, um, and he should factor into the Cardinals' long, you know, infield position depth that they finally have. Um, but I'm going to go with someone, too, that I think Cardinals fans should be familiar with. He's been on the Major League roster before, but finished the season in 2021 on the injured list. I think Ryan Helsley will play such a big role in this Cardinals bullpen. He's versatile. He can do, you know, he regularly torches triple digits. He looks healthy. He looks strong. He's in good spirits this spring. You can throw him in in a setup role. He could close. He could do, you know, multi-inning relief appearances. He could be the setup man, long-inning relief. I really think the Cardinals will rely on Ryan Helsley a lot more than we are maybe picturing this spring. And he's one of my my players to pick for a breakout candidate this year. So, Katie, you remember T-Bone's circle of trust. Are you willing to put Ryan Helsley in the circle of trust before the season even begins? Yeah, can we put like 10 Ooh. guys in the circle of trust? <laughs> no, T-Bone. Oh. Yeah, Tanner has a very um, peculiar circle of trust method. I, I haven't, I'm not quite sure I figured it out yet, but I, I would put Ryan Helsley in there. That's, that's my bold 2022 prediction. We figured it out, Katie. He's very <laughs> he's very uh, willing and, and able with that T-bone I'm circle of trust. Or they're in yeah. the yeah. 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 Throw a ball above 90 miles an hour. He's like, ah, put him in. Put him in. <laughs> Katie, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. Uh, we're looking forward to opening day. We are just about a week away at this point, and we'll be following all of your coverage over at The Athletic. People should uh, subscribe, read over there as well. Thanks as always for hopping on with us today. Guys, thanks. Always a good time. Looking forward to catching up again soon. A good story helps us understand the world and how to make it better. That idea drives what we do on the Daily News podcast, Post Reports. We bring you stories that empower people. You know this is a fraud, right? Why are you calling people doing this? And that hold powerful people accountable. Wait, you did what? We had to sue your office twice to get our hands on these documents. My name is Martine Powers. I co-host the show. Take the trusted reporting of The Washington Post wherever you go. Follow and listen to Post Reports.